This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Everyone takes 55 points of damage. And I fire a beam of psychic energy. That's a natty twonzo. Udrazu is starting to kind of thrash around. I'm casting a scorching ray. So you load up your Vilopult with three flasks of fire. Two of them strike and the dragon collapses to the ground. Yeah! 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 Dragon Slayers! We get to put that on our resume! Tokus, you go diving. You find a large tunnel underwater and then you can see when you emerge from the water and survey your surroundings. Dry ground slopes gently upward from the edge of the pool. It looks like the dragon had quite a collection, especially considering it wasn't here that long. There's got to be 20 or 30,000 coins of various kinds in here. Nike. Sweet giblets. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of loot. So, Thane, this is, um, I would say this is a lot of treasure. This is quite a lot. It is. Do you have any way of carrying it all? <laughs> That's what I Getting was Getting it out of the cave in the first place? On our backs. Yeah. Hey, at least it's not underwater, right? It's just past underwater. Yeah, we just have to get it through the underwater part. Right, Tokus? That's where you come in. Yeah. Well, so, Thane, you said that there's a natural chimney. Yeah, you can't really see the sky through it. It looks like it probably bends, um, so it's just kind of reflected light coming down. Oh, okay. I summon Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was tempted to maybe try one of my new spells. Oh. You have a natural chimney spell? <laughs> yeah, I have rope trick. Mm. Uh, that would probably... Let's see, that's 60 feet. 50 feet of rope. 60 feet. That would get you up to the ceiling so you could start to climb the chimney. Okay. So it's going to be tough to swim it out, and it's going to be tough to chimney it out. Hmm. Too bad we don't have a, have a lobix, because that would make it somewhat easier, at least. Too bad there's no extra dimensional spaces where you could store any of the treasure. Mm, yeah, that is too bad, really. It's terrible. Yeah. Yep. All right, guess we have to leave it all here. If only we had something like that. Whatever shall we do? Wait a minute. Guys, I have an extra dimensional space. I feel like I just heard Aslo's voice in my head. <laughs> oh. I can't talk to you guys right now. I'm on the other side of the tunnel. That's right. You're in the cave. You're on the other side. I'm in the cave. But uh, I start filling the bag and then speaking the word and then filling the bag and speaking the word, filling the bag, <laughs> speaking the word. Satch. Yeah. The old satchelizer. Mm, all right. Even if you filled up the satchel with nothing but coins, it's still going to hit its weight limit before you manage to get everything out of there. Satchel holds 500 pounds. Well, okay, let me let me prioritize then. Okay, let me ignore the copper and silver pieces and even yeah. Electrum. Let me ignore that for now. I mean, would, how good is Tokus at appraisal? Because I guess I would need some rough appraisal skills to know which things should go into the interdimension Satch first. Yep. <laughs> What's the weight limit of the... Interdimension. 500 Satch. pounds. 500, okay. So you could get all the, the platinums, all the gold, all, all the, the gems, electrums, which and have, all the are probably low weight. Yep. All the gems. Ignore the half plate and the war pick and the battle axe. The scroll, for sure. Yeah, the large items are going to be tough, but I don't really think we need mundane weapons like that. Well, we don't know if they're mundane. They could be cursed, they could be magical. We don't know. 
Well, once you get back, I can pass you the wand of detect magic. True. Yeah. So you yeah. fill up the the satchel with as much as you can. Come back out, you know, come back out to us and then we'll you'll have to go through and we'll have to continue taking stuff out as you put it in. Which means we'll need a place to put the stuff. Yeah. How, how about everything that's not bulky and also gold and up? Ah, maybe maybe the Electrum, too. Let's, let's throw in the Electrum. I mean, you're, you're probably not going to be sitting there for an hour while you sort out coins right now. Yeah, how about this? How about That's this? I take, I take a mental screenshot. <laughs> and actually, no, just so they can get a taste of the treasure, I pop some of the gems and maybe the Platinum, like a handful of the Platinum, into the interdimensional satch, send it, start swimming back. Yeah. Just go. to tell, tell them. Hazel, why aren't you just messaging me, bro? Yeah, it doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> it always seems like it's going to be such a useful spell, but then it rarely is. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I really thought it was when I took it. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so you pocket some of the coins and, and gems, and you emerge where the others are still waiting for you. Tokus! Guys, hey. Um, sorry, I was swimming. Guys, there's <laughs> tons of treasure in this little itty-bitty... Uh, cave outcove thing. How much treasure are we talking here? How itty bitty are we talking? Uh, So it was more than made sense for me to try to put into the interdimensional satchel or attempt to carry. But why don't you look in and uh, and I I open the or I get back on dry land, open the satchel and recall some of the treasure that I'd found and show them the gems and the platinum and the... Oh, Oh, dude. Look at all this rich stuff. So this is like... Would you say this is like a fraction of what you found down there? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a lot. This is just what I could grab fistfuls of and then came back to you guys. Fistfuls? What? Was there anything magical down there? Um, I mean, I saw some stuff. There was like a scroll and a potion and some other random stuff. Uh, Well, actually, do you have... Do you still have that wand of detect magic? Um, you know, oh yeah, look, uh, here look, I have uh, that wand of detect magic. Here, why don't you take it? It's just rolling around at the bottom of the pack. Yeah, why don't you take it and swim back down there and tell us what you find? I guess so. Do we know how many charges it has? It replenishes uh, daily. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Um, what? Why don't you swim down and then, Aslo, you try to message Tokus and see if you can reach him so that we can avoid him having to take extra trips. And meanwhile, we'll look in the satchel for stuff that you put in it. You could just use the command word to dump out the satchel every minute or something. Oh, on our end? That's true. Well, yeah, that's perfect. We'll time it. Give me at least 60-second intervals of you dumping the satchel <laughs> of what I've put into the satchel. Before we even do all of that, we have to have a place to put it. Well, no, just dump it next to you. Well, yeah, but if we're standing here out in the, out in the middle of the woods and we've dumped tons of treasure next to us... Well, you're still down in the cave. Or, yeah, in the cave, whatever, then... We don't have. We still don't have a way to transport it back to where it's useful. So it sounds like we need to go get a wagon, bring it back, and then do all of this. That's what I'm saying. So one of you go get a wagon, and then the other can dump stuff, right? How far? How far is town again? It's like a few hours. Yeah, several hours away. Okay. So I think we all need to go, or at least two of us, three of us. I can carry 330 pounds, and I'm only carrying like. Less than 30 pounds of gear. Yeah, Tokus can also carry a lot. Strength scales into how much you can carry. The problem is, is how many, how much can we hold? It's a lot of volume, too. Yeah, yeah. the volume is the issue here. Wait, no, sorry, this is not correct. It's the top 
Um, in D&D Beyond says weight carried 24 pounds, but it's not counting stuff in my backpack. So I'm actually carrying more like 100 pounds. But still, I've got 230 pounds worth of gear that I can carry without being over-encumbered. That still doesn't even cover the silver pieces. <laughs> i got 289 pounds worth of silver. Fair. <laughs> we can leave the less valuable stuff and things like the half plate, etc. Take it we can, head back to town... If we want to get a cart, come back, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, things that are like the single items, like gold bracelet, copper cup, platinum jewelry box, and the mirror, they probably only weigh a few pounds each, so those would be easy to take. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about some of these items. Why don't, why don't I swim back, grab the things that are most exciting and interesting, and we can inspect them on our long walk back to town to get a, a wagon? Yep, sounds good cool. Alright, I do that. So I hop back in the water. Okay, you swim back, resurface, and all the treasure's gone. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Should have grabbed it when I had the chance. And you see, like, Graviteris flying on a magic carpet down (laughs) through the... (laughs) You thought we were level ones. (laughs) By the way, with message, one foot of stone blocks the spell. Ah, shucks. It's useless. Completely useless cantrip that you can cast (laughs) infinitely. Yeah, it's yeah. T- totally too weak. We'll have to pass notes back and forth. That's true. We could do that, actually. I write a note and say, Tokus, what did you find? And I put it in the satchel and send it. I don't know if I would know to... Well, he's not going to find your note unless he dumps out the satchel, which... Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> I thought the true. plan was I was putting stuff into the satchel, and every minute you guys were going to dump <laughs> the satchel. Right. That's true. Uh. Too late. All right, well, let's go with plan A, then, since it's our only plan. Okay. So you start loading things up. I guess you pass through all the coins, you pass through all the items that fit. So it leaves behind the half plate, battle axe, war pick. I think you can get everything else through. Hmm. The half plate, the war pick, and the battle axe, I think, are the only things that we couldn't fit through. And do you want to detect Madge on those? Yeah, maybe that's worth it, and then I would know whether or not they're worth like swimming back with. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, by the way, I think interdimensh is my fave abreve. <laughs> Because it's a six-syllable word, and you abbreviated the last two syllables. Right. The, the old interdimension satch. Yeah. <laughs> it saves me from doing the enol part. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Saves a lot of time. That's valuable breath you're saving there. <laughs> a lot of time saved over time. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the more you say it, the more time you save. Right. We have to say it a lot for it to... Just picture when you're lying on your deathbed many years from now. You're going to go, man, I'm so glad I didn't say null, like, three times. I'm so glad I never said interdimensional satchel. Yeah. Wait, Tokus was going to identify the half plate, but then he sees the pair of gloves. Mm. Well, you can cast Detect Magic on everything. Oh, really? How many charges is yeah, it? Yeah, just, it's just a yeah, scanner. It's a, oh. Yeah, it's an aura. You just put on your goggles and oh. you can look. I aura and start to look at things. You can detect, first of all, there's a faint aura of just lingering magic from the dragon, it seems. Oh, wow. Ah, smell that dragon aura. But looking at the items specifically, obviously the potion's magical, the scroll is, and so are the gloves and the battle axe. Mm. Mm. Why do I not see the gloves on this list? Am I blind? I missed it when I was copying, so I added it at the bottom. He pasted it below. Oh, yes, I see. So, But I won't know what they do. I just know that they do stuff. The Mm -hmm. gloves could probably be transported through the satch. Yep, for sure. Yeah. 
Thanks to your speech about on my deathbed, now it's just going to be referred to as the Satch. <laughs> you saved another four syllables doing that. I like it. That's efficiency right there. Yeah. You'll probably extend your life by at least like a year just by doing that. So the half plate wasn't magical? That's okay. No, it was not. But the war pick was. No, the, the battle axe. The battle axe. The battle axe was. So that sounds like the one to swim away with. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I think I leave the war pick and the half plate for now. Uh, I'll send the gloves because they should probably fit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sent the gloves, and I will grab the axe. I mean, how does curse work? It's like, do you have to do you have to attune to a weapon that's cursed, or if you just pick it up, does it curse you? How does how does that work? It depends. Oh, good news is we can now afford remove curse about fifty times over, so <laughs> you'll be fine. Okay, that's that's very true. Tokus thinks about that, and he's like, eh, with all this money, I could probably afford to be a little reckless. So he picks up the axe. Does something happen? <laughs> no, nothing happens. Oh, man. This is a sweet axe. The axe gets picked up by you. <laughs> That's the, the most passive of passive voices. <laughs> the axe was picked up by me. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to try swimming back with the battle axe. You can do that. You can tuck it away and swim back. Or just spin it really fast underwater and use it as like a makeshift motor. <laughs> to propel yourself. A propeller. Yeah. That works. <laughs> On the other end, Aslo and Shaba, the first time you dump out the satchel, you notice something that you hadn't seen in there before, you didn't put in there. There is a small strip of parchment folded up and tied with a string. Oh. Oh, dude, Mernie. I will pick that up and open it. You recognize Mernie's handwriting as you open it up. It reads, Tokus, my friends, I pray you are well. My investigations have revealed information I thought it would be best to share immediately. First, regarding the cult's activities in the Great Desert. Their main camp has been shrouded from my view, so I can offer little detail, but it's clear now that they have begun to disperse. It's possible they've already found what they were searching for. Second, my familiar has been keeping watch and inept, and it now seems the town is experiencing civil unrest at a rising frequency. I fear these may be more than random riots. I'm not sure what's happening, but I believe it best you hurry back and be careful. Well, that civil unrest sounds rather uncivil to me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Better head back, gang. <laughs> we show up in a net. <laughs> Here we are. Rich beyond our wildest dreams. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, we'll have to share this with Tokus when he gets back. These are ill tidings, to be sure. Yes, we write Mernie back and say that. Mernie, these are ill tidings to be sure. We thank you for your, for, for your research. It's been most helpful. We can't even think of a way that we could possibly repay you. But poor adventurers that we are. <laughs> Can you send, put that in the bag along with your thousands of coins? <laughs> yeah, as he like, reaches in for a response, he just pulls out a handful of platinums <laughs> with our notes. Dear Mernie, sorry for all the treasure in the bag. Please forgive this inconvenience. <laughs> we are but poor adventurers. <laughs> We're glad you found our note. <laughs> we love you. Here, Here's a copper piece for your troubles. <laughs> he doesn't want our money. He just wants our love and some salamander newt tails. Eye of newt? Yeah, eye of newt. Yeah, whatever. Think of how many newt eyes you could buy with all this platinum, Tokus. We should buy at least one and send it to Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> he could use at least one for all the help he's given us. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll pop out of the water and be like, guys, I found some magic items. Look at this axe. Whoa, dude. Whoa, man. Hope it's not cursed. And there's uh, there's some gloves there in the satchel. Did you see them? Oh, we see them now. 
This is awesome. Yeah, I have no idea what any of these do, but they're magical. Oh, sweet. What type of magic do they have in them? Is that something you can see with a wand? Pretty sure you can. I thought Detect Magic had, like, it added, like, a little floating label above the item that said what school of magic yeah. it was from. Yeah, it says detect, cast a Detect Magic spell, so. Yeah. So, I would say the Battle Axe is probably Evocation. Obviously, the Potion of Speed, don't need that. The Gloves would be Enchantment. Hmm. Okay. What about the scroll? Does the scroll have any sort of magic exuding? Well, the scroll has abjuration on it, and you could pull it out and look at it closer. Oh, I give it a read. So it's not a spell scroll. This appears to be a scroll of protection from undead. Oh, nice. But that's not a spell? It's not a spell. So it's just like something you read to be superstitious? Be ye protected from all undead that might pass your way. Tips for surviving the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it probably gets consumed similarly to a spell scroll. Yeah, so scrolls of protection, basically the, anyone can read them, which is why you know what it is already. And once you do read it out loud, then you gain protection from whatever creature type. Just the reader or does it disperse? Just the reader. Just the reader. Ah, that's good to know. But it basically means that they can't harm you or affect you, at least directly. Hmm. So, oh, nice. of note, my friends, I left the silver... P- Did I leave the Electrum, too? I mean, you could have sent all the coins, too. It was probably would be faster to do that. Just scoop it up into the bag. And- oh, okay, so I did send everything. We just aren't taking everything. You sent everything. It's just all sitting on a giant pile on the ground right here. Right. But we were planning to grab some of that giant pile, right? Mm-hmm. And not just leave the most valuables, and then we'll go get a shovel and a cart. Yep. Exactly. Hey, let's not forget the shovel. Shoveling gold into your cart. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, we should definitely leave someone here because the other adventurers might hear that the dragon's dead and might come looking for the treasure. Yeah. Uh, Shaba's the best at guarding the treasure. Is he? He has hide. Mm, that helps him hide. It's dark down here. I mean, I might. you might want to have me stay because it's dark and I'm good at dark fighting. Yeah, you have dark vision, you're tanky. You can hit things. You can magic things. I mean, it's not that hard to drag a cart. I mean, we could split the party 50-50 if Stripey goes with whoever leaves or stays with me. How's his... He's good in the dark, too, because he, uh, uh, he can smell things. I mean, not that I, I want to be alone in a dark cave with Stripey. We don't even have to do that. It only takes one person to go buy a cart and bring it back. But, guys... We don't want that one person to be alone. Guys, we're forgetting the most important part of this entire arrangement, which is that all it takes is one person to walk back to town and start dumping the satchel out every 60 seconds without buying a cart. (laughs) Where are we dumping it? Just in the middle of the street? Where are we putting the cart when we get to town? In the middle of the street? (laughs) Like, at least if we dump out the satchel, we can get a room at an inn or something and put it inside the room. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We could put it in the room. I mean, like, we need to maybe hit up some local merchants and try to convert the copper and the silver. Like, go to the pawn shop or something. Right. This town did not have much cash when you were here before. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Could we write Mernie? Maybe and ask him to send us a cart through the satchel? No, no. I think <laughs> I think we could work it out to like Mernie's trustworthy. He's been trustworthy. He's been one of the most trustworthy NPCs we've worked with. Like, why don't we just turn him into our interdimensional bank? He also only checks satchel for messages once a day. Right, but I like Jay's plan, which is we send all the money to the inn we're going to stay tonight. 
we write Mernie a note that we'd like him to help us manage our party fund space or something. And then, yeah, we can send him the bulk of the treasure. We'll keep some of it on us for spending money. Yeah, and then cut him a percentage for uh, for the transaction. Sure, yeah. We can cut him a percentage to hold on to our funds. I mean, we this is a lot of treasure. This is a lot of bulk. We don't really have a good way to manage this money other than turning the lesser pieces, like going to like an actual bank or town, trading all of the bulk of the... I mean, like... Almost 400 pounds of this treasure is just electrum, silver, and copper. <laughs> right. If we could eventually convert that, then no, we don't need to necessarily rely on Murney to hold stuff. But in the meantime, it seems pretty pretty good arrangement. Money does do weird things to people. So sending him all this money, what if he does turn his back on us? So we could hang on to the plats. And the, like the plats is only eight pounds. Like we could, we could hold the plat. And all the other little valuables that are worth, like, pawning off. And we could ask him to hold on to the mound of gold. First of all, let's figure out what our total available carrying capacity is. Like I said, I've got 230 pounds of carrying capacity. What does everybody else have? Well, I've got a strength of 10. <laughs> Tokus, you have a high strength. Yeah, so 19 strength. Um, I don't have something like D&D Beyond that gives, like, a maximum carrying capacity, but... Your carrying capacity is your strength score multiplied by 15. This is the weight in pounds that you can carry. Yeah, so 19 times 15. 285 is your total. So I have that Goliath thing where I get to carry and... Yeah, so you actually can carry more than me, huh? Yeah. Yeah, as though I were a large creature. It's handy. So... Can Stripey hold stuff? Can we, like, put, like, a... <laughs> Little saddlebags on him? <laughs> Some saddlebags <laughs> on stripes? <laughs> he does have a high strength now. His strength is 16. So we're looking at 580 pounds of coins, a suit of half plate, and then a bunch of other stuff that's like maybe a few pounds each. You left the half plate there. Yeah, we, I left the half plate and the war pick. I mean, the half plate's worth something if we can sell it to somebody, but it's also like, how would I swim that through the tunnel? I would need to, I would probably need to do rope trick and then like shimmy out of the tunnel. I just don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, and the half plate did not detect as magical, right? No, it didn't. And I mean, half plate doesn't sell as much as full plate, right? Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, that's fine. That's that makes things easier. If we can't bring it out, then let's just not worry about it. We got plenty of other stuff. I could maybe bring out the war pick, but that's also negligible. Yeah. It's yeah, not worth it. Mundane weapon. It was a great idea to give me the wand of detect magic, though. Otherwise, we might have left the battle axe. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head. We take everything with us that is small and valuable. So all the gems, all of the platinum, all the gold, and then some of these other little things, the, the potion, the scroll, all these things, you know, weigh a pound or two at most. Um, and then we send all the copper, the silver, and the electrum to Murney. And that's like almost 400 pounds right there. Well, we can't do it tonight because he doesn't check for 24 hours, so... I totally agree, though. Yeah, we can send him the bulk of that stuff. We don't even necessarily have to send him the gold, right? Right. Yeah, we can keep the gold. Yeah, we could tell. Yeah. We could just tell him what happened. I mean, we're good friends with the guy. Just be like, hey, we killed a dragon. We looted its hoard. Could you hang on to the bulk of this treasure for us? And it, And that's a truthful statement. The bulk of the treasure is the weight in coins. Let's let him keep all of the copper pieces. Well, no, we don't have to let him keep it. Just say, hey, like... No, no, we... let's let him keep all the copper pieces. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's 70 pounds worth of copper that we don't have to deal with anymore. Yeah. 70 pounds worth of copper. It's 3,469 coppers, which is 34 gold. <laughs> worth it. 
I mean, if he if he's a really good friend, he would convert and let us have smaller <laughs> units. But yeah, I think I think we, he's trustworthy, and maybe we write him a note tonight and aim to send all of that to him tomorrow, and he'll dump out. And I don't know; it'd be tough to coordinate because we would need to send a chunk of it. He'd have to dump out chunk, dump, chunk, dump. I mean, I just I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> we chunk, can, dump, we chunk. can coordinate dumping and chunking. <laughs> it's really hard to do with Mernie, though. I thought it was a cool idea. Um, actually, with the coins, I mean, the satchel's big enough, you could fit all the coins that you wanted to send to him in along with your message. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, they would exceed the weight limit. It's 300 pounds, right? Just the silver pieces. 500. 500. Oh, five, oh, okay, dude, yeah. So then 500. We're, we're totally fine. We put all the copper and all the silver into the satchel. We split up the gold, platinum, and electrum. Because I mean, what are we, what are we doing? Like, or, or I guess we'll we'll just carry it. Because like, how is that going to work? How are we ever going to have more than a few thousand gold if we can't carry it? Yeah. Like, how does that work when D and D parties get to higher level and they don't increase <laughs> their strength but they get more money? Like, how does that work? They usually have bags. They get of a holding. bag of holding. Yeah, they get bags of holding, which unfortunately is magical, so you can't just buy them. Right. Yeah. Well, the satchel is kind of your bag of holding, but it's also your messaging system, which makes it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Well, right. We don't want it to be filled. I think we need to go on a quest to find a bag of holding so that we can hold all our treasure. Yeah. yeah right. Well, I, I think this is a fine solution. We don't need access to all of our funds right now. Mernie's trust. I trust Mernie, but maybe that's because I'm Tokus. I, I trust Mernie to hang on to the silver and the copper for sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he spends a little bit of it on some nude eyes. Who cares? Like, right. yep, exactly. <laughs> and between the three of us, we can manage the electrum, gold, platinum, and then all the other random items that we have. Speaking of Mernie, by the way, Tokus, he you know sent uh, some message, something about uh, an inept experiencing civil unrest and the cold probably finding wait, the artifact you, in the what? desert. But, we, but so anyway, um, so we should head back to town, shouldn't we? Wait, we, we've been sitting here trying to figure out treasure, <laughs> and you. Didn't you had the audacity not to tell me that our beloved home city is being destroyed by the unrest? I forgot until just now. It's just some civil unrest. It's okay. <sighs> they'll take some naps and they'll get rested and they'll be fine. Don't worry about that. What we have to worry about is the cult. Wait, <laughs> that's not what that means. Don't get distracted, Tokus. We have to find the cult and stop them. But, yeah, but I feel like we're acting like this treasure is more important than that. I mean, debatable. I feel like our actions would suggest that. No, we just had to figure out how we're going to carry it out of here, and we figured that out now, so... (laughs) Yep. We're good. We're good now. We got it. So you're going to get back to town, transfer the treasure, and then the last person shows up in town a few hours later. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then you spend all night dividing it out by coin type, counting out how much you have. That sounds like a fun way to spend a night. Yeah, it sounds like when you get home from Halloween. Exactly. <laughs> you sit there and you organize your candy, you do tradesies. It's awesome. You trade and then all the stuff that you don't like you give to mom and dad. <laughs> so Tokus, Tokus walks alone in the dark back to town. Oh, I mean, I, I could do that if you want. You don't have to be the one to stay. But No, I, I have dark vision. Might as well be me. Well, okay, fair. So you're walking alone in the black and white, in the, the, the gray scale. Back to town. I'm okay with that if you are, Tokus. Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, I've got this <laughs> new trusty cursed or super awesome battle axe. That's true. Yeah. Do you do anything else with the dragon's body on your way out? I do. Um, I forgot earlier to 
fill up a couple of vials with the dragon blood. Yeah, so they took the head, so we definitely declaw it, we skin that bad boy. We descale it. Well, they haven't taken anything yet, and they might also want more than just the head when they get back. Yeah, I, I, so I'm, I'm interested in as many vials of blood as I can make, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in a claw for my trophy collection, so I will take out one of its claws. Sure, 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 we'll, we'll get you a claw. <laughs> hey man, I've got a giant's ear, I've got a dragon's claw, I, my necklace is starting to really bling. Yeah, yeah, you got your giant's, uh, giant's ear for the, that you preserved in the formaldehyde? That's right. From the, from the vat of formaldehyde guy? Yeah, I have a, just a big <laughs> necklace with a jar on the end of it as like the, the amulet and it's got an ear like a big ear floating in the, in the jar of yellow liquid oh boy <laughs> so disturbing and also very practical for adventuring giant culture is just so different goliath culture or goliath goliath i don't know why i'm goliath calling culture. you a giant i'm so sorry Shaga. i didn't mean that just don't let it happen again honest mistake <laughs> All right, so we get back to town. So you go for the claw that hit you. Yep. Yeah, the claw that drew blood. Definitely mm-hmm. take that one. So uh, how many how many uh, vials of dragon blood can I make? All of them. How many empty vials do you have? Yeah. <laughs> what is your vial capacity? Well, it's kind of like coming out and seeping into the ground, so you have to get it more from the source directly. But you could probably get a couple dozen vials by the time they get to town, and you have to start dumping things. Oh, okay. So six vials. I said couple dozen. Couple dozen. Dozen? Yes, please. Follow-on question, can you use those vials as like an attack method since they're acidic? Uh, that's not what I was planning to do with them. They weren't hurting him, so I don't think they're that strong. I mean, dragon's blood is dragon's blood. I'm going to preserve it. Dude, we should get one of those traveling like carts like snake oil salesmen used to have with all the writing on it. And just sell the dragon blood for people to drink. Like, people would pay top dollar for dragon blood if they thought it made them stronger. If they've heard the same legends that you've heard, Tokus, then they'll pay good money for it. Tokus is doing research. Apparently you can get addicted to dragon blood. <laughs> wow. Even better. If you're going to start selling it. Well, that's, that's not good. Huh. Anyway, yeah. All right. All so we right. get back to town. Back to town. We would like to buy your finest inn, please. We'd like to buy <laughs> your finest town, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any kingdoms for sale? <laughs> By any chance? Did I mention we're filthy rich? <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about that on the street. <laughs> town full of halflings. They've got that crazy halfling strength. They'll mob you. <laughs> when you get back to town... Everyone there is celebrating and excited. There's a lot of people out in the streets cheering because they've all heard the news from the other adventurers that the dragon's dead. We bask. We just <laughs> bask. Yep. We soak it all in. The mayor comes up to you and says, Is it true? Did you kill the dragon? Yes, we did. Oh, it's true, all right. Glad that other adventuring party didn't take all the credit for it. Seems they're stand-up folks. They didn't, right? <laughs> they did tell you that we did most of the work, right? They said that they worked with you, and that those six of you brought it down together. Mm. That's certainly true. It doesn't really do it justice, but it's true. <laughs> Bit of a stretch, but that's okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, but I'm afraid there's not much that I could use to pay you with. And I don't mean to be rude, but I would also like to request that you return my necklace, please. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, you see, we're going to have to go ahead and just accept <laughs> that as payment since you don't have other payment. Of course, you can have it back. Right, Tokus? Right? And I give him a nudge? Yeah, of course. And I take it off my neck and hand it back. <laughs> Thank you again. Really, if, there's, if you ever need anything, feel free to ask. You're always welcome in town. Hmm. How about your town? Could he go ahead and get that? <laughs> thanks. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Um, no, many thanks for allowing us to slay this dragon and gain an unconscionable amount of gold and treasure. <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting us buy you a bunch of cows to feed the dragon and then have you not need all of the cows to feed the dragon because we killed it for free. <laughs> so thanks again for that. You can just keep those cows. The extra ones that are going to feed your entire town and like take care of you for the next couple of seasons, you know, just go ahead and keep those. It's good. We're heroes. We're the good guys. Here's a necklace of water breathing and like 12 cows. <laughs> right. Merry Christmas. Don't say we never gave you nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, everyone who sees you is cheering you, thanking you. Buying you drinks, toasting your victory, spend the night... Well, before you head back to your room and count your gold, you spend your night... In revelry? Celebrating with everyone else. Yeah, sweet. So you find a place at the inn, you count your treasures, you send it over to Murney. But knowing that time is of the essence, you set out early in the next morning to continue your trip back? Yes, we do. Not too early, but, you know, early. Yes, your road takes you from Sulchea to Mosnalim, from Mosnalim to... Uthgar, which you didn't visit before, you kind of skipped that one. Then from Uthgar to Merivir, where you can either walk or take a ferry up to Raistergan. Ferry would save you a day. We take the ferry. We're good for it. We can afford it. Yeah. 16 gold for the ferry. Do you want to take that off your dragon treasure? And the whole trip takes you nine days. Okay. And then you make it all the way back to Raistergan. Ooh! Raistergan with the wind. <laughs> should we try converting some of this treasure into coinage? Yep, we should. And uh, also grab the silver and copper out of the bag and convert that as well. We do so. We look for purchasers of fine wares such as gold bracelets, green copper cups with jades, and small platinum jewelry boxes. <laughs> also gold tripti- triptych- triptych mirrors <laughs> with dragon designs around the frames. Do you even know what that means? Nope. Yes, it means it's a triple mirror. I had to look up that word because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> it means it's a mirror that folds out and it's got two side mirrors. Uh. So that you can look at your face from every angle and see all of its imperfections. <laughs> so we'll let Murney roll with the cops and we'll uh, convert the sylves to golds, right? Oh, for sure. Should we convert the elects to golds as well? <laughs> that might be a good idea. Once we do this converting, are we going to have any idea what our uh, party's net worth is, give or take? Oh, yeah. Approximately 14,967 gold. <laughs> you can find a money changer in town. They're going to charge you a fee for all this conversion. Right. So they'll take probably 10% off the top. Oh. Oof. 10%. Uh, I don't know if we want to. That is steep. I don't know if we can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> Could we instead, like, convert a lesser sum of it? Yeah, let's just walk around to all the merchants, like, in the, the market, and just be like, excuse me, do you have change for ten silver pieces? <laughs> and ask for gold. <laughs> and just do it uh, little by little. 
Oh, you know what? We haven't b- uh, bought souvenirs to bring back to our loved ones. Maybe that's how we should spend the money. <laughs> spend the 1,400 gold pieces worth of silver. <laughs> so just because Thane's a reasonable DM and we can't buy magical items doesn't mean that I haven't in the background since we attained this some looking into all the non-magical things we could purchase it on. By the way, we're not that far off, if it existed, a skyship. <laughs> if it existed. Just, so, no, just, 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 just revel with me for a second here. I went on D&D Beyond and then sorted all of the non-magical stuff by cost. <laughs> uh, Alright, what, what kind of juicy tidbits do we have? Well, airships are still just rumors as far as you know yeah i know i know there's a bunch of cool stuff here and then there's like a whole section from Spelljammer. there's like a fifty thousand, you know space vehicles okay well there's definitely no Spelljammer things (laughs) (laughs) wow airships are only okay anyway i I, i'm bringing it bringing it down so with this much moolah things that we could consider investing in we could invest in some of the finest poisons this game has to offer (laughs) we could that's true why do you laugh uh, because you're right. <laughs> I mean, we know Blackblade. Like, I, I, I know that it's taboo to buy poison. And I know that, like, actual good poisons are expensive. But, like, if we have a lot of money, we could, like, poison out the party before some of these really important battles coming up. Poison the party. We can just get all poisoned. No, not poison the party. Like, poison our weapons. Isn't there always a chance that you get poisoned whenever you use poison if you don't know how to use poison? Uh, not in this edition. Oh. Awesome, then. Uh, is that really an investment, though, or is it more of just like a frivolous spending spree? What? No, no. We we could be we could be strategic. We could look into which poisons would complement us the best, and then coat those on each of our particular weapons. That's some of the best expensive stuff that you can buy. That's not magical, as far as this search has rendered. Why don't we uh, figure out how and or if we want to get the silver and electrum converted first and then decide? Well, but if we're just buying stuff, then we don't have to worry about converting, right? Right. We could also just buy tons of potions of healing. We don't have to get that fancy. But is that really what we want to do just because our money is not in the denomination that we prefer? (laughs) Just buy things with it? Guys, hold on. We're overthinking this. We have a spyglass. They're worth a thousand gold pieces. We just go around town, we buy a bunch of spyglasses, <laughs> and we keep those. And then once we get somewhere where we need to spend money, we just sell the spyglass. Sp- and we have spy like glasses. hundreds of gold. I think you'd probably get a worse return than you would just converting your silver to gold. But it's cooler though. <laughs> but we only sp- you only get half the price for it when you sell it. So we're taking a 50% bath exactly. <laughs> by just buying items instead of getting it converted. But we would have a bunch of spy glasses, though. <laughs> That's a point. Yep. That is a point. Guys, I mean, there's cool stuff that you might not have even known existed besides poisons. There's also... There's lots of things that I don't know exist. <laughs> well, there's also um, spiked armor, but it looks like that might be class-specific. Dude, we could buy our own ship. We could buy a ship, yeah. That's the next mm. thing I was going to bring up besides the poisons <laughs> and the armor. Perhaps a carrack or a small clipper. Yeah. A schooner, perhaps. The schooner, the better, I say. <laughs> well, okay. So Episode title. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> otherwise, we could just, like, upgrade our gear. I guess we didn't even consider that possibility. What, how so? To upgrade our gear, it would have to be magical. Hmm, that's true. We can't just go to, like, a smithy and say, hey, make this 
armor magical, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But we do need to pay for our teleportation trip back, right? Yep. So we'll just split it up and then use the small coins for to pay for the teleportation? Exactly. We'll, uh, we'll div- divvy it up and then each person use it for their own needs. All right, Aslo, hit me. What are we What are we looking at here? Why, I'd be glad to tell you what those numbers are, Shaba, as soon as I pull out my pocket calculator. Trusty <laughs> <coughs> cow. We each get 130 platinum. It's the easy one. Uh, we each get 4,817 silver. This might be easier to pay for the teleportation first out of that silver and then divvy up the rest. Yeah. That's okay. We've already done it. Rather than paying your own individual teleportation. That's true. Well, I'm. I remember I'm paying double because I'm paying for Stripey too. So I need to take that out of my share. Uh, Seven hundred and forty electrum. Uh, Two thousand eight hundred and twenty-five gold. All right. One hundred and thirty <laughs> platinum. Two two thousand eight hundred and twenty-five gold. Seven hundred and forty electrum and four thousand eight hundred and seventeen silver. It's a nice bump to the old net worth. Yeah. Aslo's having a field day counting these out. By the way. I'm sure he is. <laughs> it's a dream come true. It's a pipe dream. This is my gold, and this is my platinum. <laughs> so are we going to try to sell these other gems and precious items here in Tyver, or are we going to go back to Nanept and sell them? Tyver is a really good place to do it. It's not also in social unrest. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm thinking. You're not in Tyver, right? Oh, sorry. Raistergon. Sorry. Raistergon. Yep. Raistergon. Which is the biggest city ever, so... Although, once we sell gems, then that's more coinage that we have to... That we have to spend. We'll just get, uh, just get gold. <laughs> One thing you could do is get all those items identified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, we probably should. Hey, let's get some items identified. I have an idea. Magic items. But isn't it cheaper to do it at the guild, though? <laughs> it do we is. really want to spend the extra money when we could just do it at the guild for cheaper? But it, it might be nice to have it. Like, who knows what's going to happen once we get back home. Fair. Like, we might okay, that's, be thrown straight into combat. That's something that semi-counts as an investment, is getting the magic items identified. There's only two of them. So. Uh, yeah, we're trying to figure out how to use this gold, and we need items identified. Why don't we just spend, like, a thousand copper pieces... Or no, is it 10,000? No, we're giving the copper to Mernie. That's right. 3,400 copper pieces to Mernie. And the then silver. We're trying to figure out how to dump the silver and the electrum. We spend the silver identifying the magic item. Silver's worth 1,400 gold. Yeah. Well, we spend some of it anyway. Yeah. It's going to eat up a chunk of that. But And the electrum that we have is worth 400 and some gold. So we'll start spending the silver. All right. So what is it? 100 gold pieces per item identified? I think so. It won't actually be all that much, honestly, because it no longer consumes the pearl to identify. You just have to have one. Oh, uh, right. You can actually get it done for free back at the guild, or you could do it now before you leave. They're going to charge you 20 gold for each item to identify them. That's not bad. Um, let's identify some stuff, shall we? Let's start there. Let's do that. Yeah, the gloves. And it'd be great if the gloves were useful for one of you guys, or like a skill up or something. It'd be awesome. Mm. I'll pay 20 for one of them. So that's 400 silver total for both? Mm-hmm. You're saying you're paying for one, Shaba? That's 133 
silver each. 133? Okay, I'll deduct 133 from my silver. Oh, for each, from each of us. For all three of us, yeah. <laughs> yep. And an extra silver. Yep, I'll do the, the extra. 817 minus 133. <laughs> this is the math episode of the Damage <laughs> Guild, for anyone curious. I mean, they've, they've been waiting to hear what these items are for a long time. They've been so very patient. Yes. And we don't want to disappoint. They're probably pretty pretty awesome. Sean, uh, Shabrams, perhaps you'd like to read off the first item. All right. So the appraiser puts a nice little label on the war, the battle axe for me, and it says... It's <laughs> <coughs> a sticky note. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Dragon's Wrath, battle axe. Weapon, comma, rare. Requires attunement. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Has Tokus used up all his attunements? You have. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So you could switch something out. <laughs> bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum. Okay. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made using this weapon. The weapon. On a hit, comma, the weapon deals an extra 1d6 poison damage. Period. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was made for you, Tokus. Ooh, poison there's more. damage. <laughs> there's more. Yeah, poison damage. Well, it's a poison dragon. It makes sense. There you go. Whenever you roll a 20 on your attack roll with the weapon. So that's not rolling... A nat 20, that's... It's rolling a 20. That is a natural 20. Get it? Oh, yes. it is the natural 20. Natural okay. 20. All right, if I roll a 20 on the attack roll with a weapon, each creature of my choice, very handy, I guess I don't have to poison stripey them, but I, I could choose to, <laughs> within five feet of the target takes five poison damage, but... Wow, just a ooh. hard five, huh? G- gentlemen. five. Gentlemen. What? Guys. Badgers. Lean, lend your ears... It's an acid splash axe. It's a magical weapon for Tokus. Yeah, dude. It is. It's like all your dreams came true all at once. And it's it's a battle axe, so it's versatile. I can still be board and sword. So you can throw your war ham out the window. Yep. No more ham for Tokus. Is, hang on. <laughs> so Tokus' attunements are obviously the bracer. The cowboy cacophonous cowboy cleats that I haven't used in forever. Ring of no, ring of jumping, gauntlets, and armband. Armband. Oh, the cacophonous cowboy cleats weren't an attunement requirement. Okay. Uh, I love the ring of jump, though, man. I don't know mm, if I can part with the it. Ring of jump. No, it's pretty pretty easy. Um, so jumpy. Right. It's wait. What was that list again? So you said my armor. Armband. Oh, the armband. Yeah, the armband. Gauntlets and the ring of jumping. The gauntlets. And uh, yeah, I think I think ring. I think we got to dump the ring. I mean, it has to be the ring. Yeah, I've had we've had some great times together. Cast it into mm. the fire. Such good times. <laughs> and so Tokus Tokus reluctantly takes off. I don't think I have a single attuned item on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. I don't think so. Other than the crown. And Tokus hands it over to Shaba and says, "You have to be the one to decide who gets this." I give it to Aslo. Really. For me? I can already jump pretty high, Aslo. I think if anybody needs to jump higher, it's you. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I, I'm saying I grew up jumping up mountains, literally. I think you need <laughs> a little bit more height on your jump. All right. I'll take it. I mean, who literally uses the ring better? Um, both of us? Yeah. Yes, is the answer. Oh, you're tied? Devskis. It's athletics. Oh, athletics? Yeah, I've got a negative one to my strength. And I have a plus three. You have a plus three strength? I have a plus three to my athletics, because I'm proficient. To your athletics? Yes. Why wouldn't we give it to Chaba, then? Because I'm already better than Aslo. So this way, Aslo gets to be better. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, whoever... I mean, if only we could give it to Stripey. That would be gnarly. Animal companions can't attune to magical 
items. Uh, the creature's jump distance is tripled until the spell ends. I see. Yeah. Um, so then we should give it to Shaba because he has more jumpage. So if we give it to me, it's min-maxing. If we give it to you, it's shoring up a weakness. Mm. That's how I see it. I think the reason that you gave it to Tokus in the first place was he would be able to jump the farthest if you needed someone to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. True. That's another way of looking at it. So we give it back to Tokus. Well, no, but jumping in the past in the campaign has rendered some interesting interactions. Where I remember like we were down in the caves and I was like jumping over cultists. Uh, also, the the uh, fight across the chasm, the canyon, mm-hmm. with the, uh, whatchamacallit, those... Wyverns. The lion guys. Hippogriffs. The, no, nope. Hippogriffs? Nope, still searching. The lion guys. Um, chimeras. The lions, the spiky... Manticores. Manticores, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Aslo, do you have a nine strength? I have a strength of nine. Okay, yes. so you can jump 27 feet, I can jump 33 feet. Oh, Okay. I have ten written down as your strength. Um, we can we can say ten. That, that works for me. <laughs> sure. So it's a difference of six feet between the two of us. Yeah, but I, I think the real mechanical interest is jumping. Sometimes lets you avoid attacks, not from something you're immediately next to. They'll still get o- attacks of opportunity. But did in my case, Thane, didn't you rule that? Like, I mean, I remember jumping over like a whole horde of cultists, and only some of them triggered opportunity, right? I don't remember exactly how it looked. I remember you jumped over the, the spike growth. I, I thought I, like, picked up Stripey and then, like, jumped over... Yeah, all the cultists down in the underworld. Because yep. I think my jump height was also something you were factoring in, because, like, I could jump not just far, but I could also jump really high or something. Probably. I, I remember it mechanically being useful. Jay already has a way to escape. Yeah, you definitely jumped out of a crowd of cultists with Stripey in your arms. Like a football tucked under my arm. That definitely happened. <laughs> it was before he grew bigger or something, maybe. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Well, anyway, this Dragon's Wrath battle axe, really awesome. Uh, Aslo, enjoy the ring. It's a lot of fun. You might want to practice with it. Thanks, buddy. Um, <laughs> and hey, maybe it'll save your butt. I mean, you can, as a bonus action, do it and then jump over something dangerous yeah, keep in mind it's at will as a bonus action. So mm. it's not once per day, it's at will. Wow, that's really good. And it lasts for a minute. Wow. So if you might need to jump soon, then you could just use it. <laughs> what about the... Uh, was the Ring of Water Walking not an attunement item? It's not. It's not. Wow, okay, I could keep that in theory. Also in reality. Wow, in game reality. Shaba, would you like to read about the other magic item we got? I would. I would, I would enjoy that greatly. Um, gloves of Thievery. Wondrous item, uncommon. Uh, you forgot the comma. Oh, yes. Wondrous item, comma, uncommon. Comma, uncommon. That's a good little phrase there. I like that. <laughs> These gloves are invisible while worn. While wearing them, you gain a five plus, plus five, <laughs> you gain a five additional bonus to dexterity, parentheses, sleight of hand, close parentheses, checks, and dexterity <laughs> checks made to pick locks. Wow. So are your hands invisible, too, or are just the gloves invisible? <laughs> just the gloves. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Dang <Bummer>. it. <laughs> How awesome would it be to have invisible hands? People would think you had no hands, but you really did. Uh, that is pretty sweet. Yeah. Plus five bonus to dex. I dig it. Sleight of hand checks. Master thief. So who's got, who's going to wear these bad boys? And we just got lockpicks, too. Yeah. I think it's got to be Aslo for this one. We've got the ring. You've got the gloves that make the ring visible so people can see how cool your ring is. 
when you're wearing it. Wow. Doesn't require attunement. No brainer. No no brain skis. Gnome brainer. That's a gnome brainer. Yeah, it is a gnome brainer. <laughs> I have this awesome inventory sheet. I don't know if I've ever showed this to you guys before. It's going to blur it out. But it's got, like, the guy and all the different slots. Anyway. Oh, that is blurred. fun. Hmm. Let me take that off. Yeah, I've seen that. I've, se- I've seen... I have several copies of that sheet at my house that you printed uh, out and brought right. for games and left here. There's a mountain blur. So it gives you each of the different places to write your magic stuff on. All of your slots. Huh. Your item slots. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Anyway. Alright, so do we want to sell the little box and the mirror and stuff while we're here? And then get out of town? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so all of the random art pieces you're going to sell off? Yeah, and the gems as well. Okay, you can get full value on those at an art trader. Okay. At least somebody's going to appreciate the value of what we found. <laughs> Those guys at the bank wanted a shakedown just, just trying to convert our change. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. So are we selling the spyglass for half, too, or are we keeping holding on to that? For half? Yeah, no, mundane items usually sell for half their value. But we can get full for the art values. Or you could just keep the spyglass and potentially use it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. Like, that's do true. we want to just keep it? That is a fun item maybe let's keep it i mean if we don't know what we're spending the money on we could keep it for its utility i mean couldn't also aslo haggle us into a better deal than half possibly potentially but maybe a spyglass would be good to have handy little thing yeah let's just keep that yeah it could be who wants it i'll take the spyglass unless you one of you guys wants it yeah go for it all right and then the other items are going to sell for what a total of 185 635 plus the gems. Oh, the mirror. I was kind of excited about the mirror initially. Like, for some reason, I thought the mirror was like a magic item as well. And then I realized, oh, it's just a fancy (laughs) piece of. I mean, it's, it's, hey, you know, money is money. (laughs) So I got 2,095 gold for all 19 gems, the gold bracelet, the green copper cup, the jewelry box, and the triptych mirror. That's a lot. Yeah. So we sell all that. We each get 698 gold. 698? 698. Uh, Three silver, three copper, and a silver piece goes into party gold. Okay. This is Damage Guild, the math episode. Yeah. Truly is. Wow. Okay, so you know what's crazy? This this is a lot of money. (laughs) We're like filthy rich now, almost. This is a reasonable chunk of change. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tokus, Tokus has an alchemist background. I, I know stuff. I know people. Let's say I wanted to get my hands on some of the finest poisons a man who just came into lots of money could possibly buy. <laughs> I'm sure there would be a great selection. Uh, hey, poisons to go with my new poison axe, okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's on theme. It fits. Uh, Thane, will you kindly tell me how much silver I need to pay to get Stripey and me teleported across when the time comes? In silver... 2,402 with four copper. All right, I'm going to go ahead and just prepay. I'm going to buy a ticket to ride. (laughs) I've got a ticket to ride, and I don't care. (laughs) How much silver is for Aslo? 1,201 silver and two copper. Okay. (laughs) Which one of us should hold the haste potion? I wonder if it should be you, Brian. Potion of speed? No, it's it's a potion of haste, my friends. Yes. Uh, it, it's Potion of Speed is the name, but it casts haste. It's, uh, okay. it's a solid spell. Mm, I already have the Ring of Jump now, 
you could hold on to it, and that would allow you to charge into battle more quickly. I was I was going to learn haste someday when I became a real spellcaster. <laughs> Sorry, Tokus, that's never going to happen. It's yeah, probably not going to happen before the end of this. So, yeah, uh, uh, it doubles your speed, which would already be really helpful for me because I'm the slowest. Two to AC, advantage on deck saving throws, additional action each turn. However, that additional action can only be used to attack one weapon attack only. Dash, disengage, hide. I almost would rather uh, this go to you, Shaba. It's easily best on you because I don't benefit from the multiple attacks. Uh, Neither do I. I only make one attack a turn. No, but the extra attack is wasted on me. So the wording on haste is that action can only be used to take the attack, but one weapon attack only. So it doesn't scale well with heroes like me that have multiple attack. Okay. This is the potion of speed? This is mm-hmm. potion of speed, which gives you haste for one minute. Okay. No concentration required. You just have haste, which is awesome, because haste normally has concentration. Yeah, okay. Cool. So this would... This... this hang on a second. Combo. How many times does Stripey... Is it every time that Shaba attacks, Stripey can make it an attack? It's yes. With his reaction. With his reaction. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's... It doesn't get once. It's right. It's not going to combo in that way. But I mean, come on. Like at the start of the fight, you chug this or chug this before we go into battle somehow. You're shooting two lightning arrows. Right. So, and and you don't have to use it to attack. You could also be really mobile. I mean, this could be sweet on me too, but I think you benefit more from a bonus to AC at this point than I do. And it's a little not optimized on me because Antokas has lots of options. And you're our main damage dealer. I think haste, the potion of haste, it'd be fun on either me or Brian, but I think you'll make better use of it. I agree. Just don't forget about it. Yep, that's fair. And I'll try not to bug you about it. Be like, Jay, you could you could have drank that <laughs> potion, man. <laughs> Gotta save it for a special occasion. Yeah, uh, I I would be interested in the scroll of protection, or maybe maybe Brian could benefit from it. Yeah, you can take that. That's fine. Okay, I'll take the scroll. I got a few new toys this time. Yeah, nice. Alright, are we ready to take the trip? I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, I'm not ready. I, I did want to go a shopping. Okay, what would you like to buy? I think I do want to see if there's a place I could possibly buy poisons here. Ooh, maybe the shopkeeper will be really creepy. Uh, I mean, this is pretty much the biggest city in the world, at least on this continent. Yeah. Right, I, I also wonder if I should try to figure out if we could do something with the dragon blood, too. Um, you've got the whole alchemist guild back in Inept. You can maybe research it if you have time. Right, 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 right. That po- To the poison shop? You can find a, a shop that will deal in poisons. To the poison shop! To the poison Da-da-da-da-da-da. shop. 